Blog Talk Radio. Hello, Nats Town. Welcome to Nats Nightly, sponsored by the District Sports page and FederalBaseball.com, where we laugh to keep from crying. Dave, we'll start in the seventh inning tonight. The Nationals drop a 4-3 decision to the Baltimore Orioles, their second straight, as the Mets lose their second straight, but they had a 3-2 lead going into the seventh. Max Scherzer comes back out at 104 pitches, gives up a leadoff double by J.J. Hardy, up to 107 pitches with a runner on third, two outs. Manny Machado steps in, gets a 2-2 count, and gets a 2-2 fastball, 98 mile an hour, 100-something miles an hour, out the other way, two-run home run in the red port seats on Scherzer's 122nd pitch of the night. It was a 99, 98-mile-an-hour heater. Machado was over 3 tonight and over 14 career before he stepped in there. Matt Williams said afterwards that the, he was sticking with Scherzer no matter what at that point. Was that the right decision? In, in hindsight, clearly not. But would you have stuck with him there? And what do you think about Machado coming up to that big home run, his 30th of the season, to put the O's up 4-3? to three? Well, I'm going to cuss, and it's only because I'm paraphrasing uh, tonight's starting pitcher. Um, if you're going it. to revel, yeah. If you're going to revel in the idea that Max Scherzer can tell his manager to fuck off and get off the mound last week, then you also have to accept the fact that it's just as likely that with his last pitch of the night, he gives up a home run to lose the game. I mean, these are the things that people don't think about when. They get through this whole bravado, and Scherzer wants to pitch, and Scherzer needs to be on the mound, and and Scherzer has to has to to you know to to, to be the stud and get through that inning. It's up to the manager. It's the manager's job to know when his player can go and when he can't go. And this was a point where Williams didn't even go out to the mound because he got embarrassed by his player last week um, to find out if his pitcher was good to go or not. He didn't want to get shown up by him again, so he doesn't go out there. He lets the pitcher, he hangs the pitcher out to dry on his own stuff and gives up the game-winning home run. So you know what? That's what they deserve tonight. Of course, Williams has characterized that interaction differently on several venues at this point, saying that if he had wanted a pitcher, he would have brought him in. He didn't call for the right-hander on his way out there, and he just asked Scherzer if he wanted it, trying to pump him up. But it sure looks bad out there, regardless of what the actual story is going on in there. And Doghouse, what do you think about them leaving Scherzer in tonight? 104 pitches. He goes up to a season-high 122 overall and ends up giving up that blast by Machado. I. Come on, Matty. I, I, I got up to get some ice cream because I was so upset that the, the Nats couldn't add to the lead at all in the bottom of the sixth. And, and I came out to see if Jay Jansen or, or Thornton was uh, was pitching. And instead, it's Scherzer on the mound. And I'm like, what? And I think I even texted you that I thought that Matty was trolling us. I, 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 I just don't understand. He, he, he gives up the hit, and I'm like, well, he's got to pull him now. Okay, he got an out. He's got to pull him now. Okay, he got two outs. He's got 120 pitches. He's got to pull him now. Oh, okay, he gave up the losing home run. Now he can pull him. I, I just, <laughs> you know, I, I'm sitting there thinking, what does Maddie know that I don't know? And then I see the ball go out, and I'm like, oh, nothing, nothing that I don't know. He's just sitting no. there waiting for Maddie to give up the give up the goal behind Dinger because now that'll learn him. <sighs> yeah, sometimes let, let, let me interrupt. Let me, interrupt, let me interrupt here for a second. This is the very definition of the inmates running the asylum. This is a team who, has, who is no longer paying attention to the manager and the players are calling the shots. 
Dave, and the big problem for Scherzer all along the second half has been the home run ball. After he gave up a two-run home run in the first, uh, 16 home runs allowed in 74 innings pitched in the second half after two-run blast there. Uh, in the first half, he gave up 10 and 132 after Machado's at 17 home runs and 80 after 10 and 132. And Scherzer really bounced back. I had written in my notes that he was going to get a uh, settled in nicely for Max Scherzer before he came back out for the seventh. But once again, we see the home run ball just up in the zone, just a complete. It was a 98 mile an hour pitch, but it was center cut and meaty for Machado. He absolutely crushed that ball. No, and, and it's a and it's a damn shame that we're talking about this because Scherzer pitched a hell of a game after he got past that first inning. Um, he pitched a hell of a game, and, and even with two outs in the sixth inning, he had pitched a hell of a game. Um, there's no reason for Blake Trinan to be on this team if he's not being summoned to try to strike out Manny Machado with two outs in, in the seventh inning in that instant. There's no reason for him to be on the team if he's not going to be pitching against the high-leverage right-handed hitters. None whatsoever. Period. Okay. So, guys, I have this part of it, hashtag FML. We all know what that means. I'm not going to join Dave in the profanity late tirade tonight. But meanwhile, in New York, where the Nationals are going behind 4-3 to three to the Orioles, Freddie Freeman hits a three-run home run. The ninth inning puts the Braves ahead for good. They take their second straight over the Mets. The Nats drop their second straight. And really at this point, it's just a matter of getting that elimination over with because they're not taking advantage of the opportunities they're getting here. The Mets are struggling. They're losing two in a row to the Braves, and the Nats can't pick up anything. It's like it's some sort of conspiracy to try and spin out the torment as long as possible. The Nats are trying to get it over with, but the Mets are like, no, no, you know, Stay in this nonsense a little longer, you know. Make make you think you have some chance at this foolishness, you know. Despite all the underperformance and the injuries and the nonsensical managing and and the irrational in-game choices, I, I just ah, and the underperformance against pitchers with ERAs of five and higher. Do more offense, man. Dave, just when you think things couldn't get worse either, uh, I'm not a fan of hitting people. I don't think there's any doubt in my mind that Jonathan Papelbon hit Manny Machado on purpose the second time he threw up and in on him, got him in the shoulder. I have my notes, he goes full punk and hits Machado. No one's happy with that one. Machado's staring him down at that point. Papelbon tossed out of the game. Bryce Harper afterwards says, and I'll just paraphrase the quotes here because there's a lot of tweets going by, that it was a tired move and he thinks he'll probably get hit tomorrow. Uh, what do you think about Papelbon there? I mean, I've never liked I, – well, I shouldn't say never. I liked him back in the Boston days before he started dancing after they won the World Series when he was just that shutdown closer who was a badass out on the mound out there. But really don't like what I saw there in that last inning. You, you give up the home run that puts them ahead. You're losing twice to the Orioles who are not having a great season this year, and you can't pick up any ground, and then you go and hit the guy who beat you. It's just poor form by Papelbon there, in my opinion. Oh, it's kind of old school. Incredibly poor form by a bad person. I mean, I said it when the Nationals traded for him. I said it before they traded for him, and I said it again after they traded for him. There's a reason why Jonathan Papelbaum bounces around team to team every three years. Nobody likes him, okay? He is one of the least likable guys in the sport because he does this kind of crap all the time. His only, the only reason he accepted this trade is because the Nats, either, either contractually or otherwise, promised him that he would only pitch in save situations, which is why he only pitched twice in the first 15 days he was here. And then he goes and pulls this kind of crap 
The only reason he didn't hit him with the first pitch is because his control isn't any good anymore. <laughs> uh, and now, and now Bryce, Bryce Harper is going to get hit tomorrow. That's, that's what I was about to say. Bryce Harper expects it coming, doghouse. He's having a great year. We'll talk about that a little more in a second here. But do you, what do you think about Jonathan Papelbon doing that and basically setting up a situation where you know Buck Walter and the Orioles are going to respond in some way? They're not fighting for Well, they're kind of trying to stay alive in the wild card, but they're in pretty much the same position as the Nationals on the outside looking in. Uh, Machado afterwards apparently telling reporters, I, I think it's been the hardest ball I hit all year, one of my hardest home runs. He certainly did watch that a little bit, but no reason to come up and in. If you're going to hit him, hit him down low, not up in the shoulder or near the head. It was a little too close. No, I, I've, I've said before many times that I, I think there's really no place for this sort of thing in the modern game, uh, especially here where I mean, really, what, what's what's it going to do for the team? What, what do we have to lose on the Nets? The one real bright spot that we have here, all right, you can hope they do it, quote, the right way and hit him in the legs or on the, on the butt or something. But, uh, you know, suppose the pitch gets away and, uh, you know, Harper gets hit on the wrist or, God forbid, he gets hit up high, uh, you know, and it's something that costs him a season or costs him his career. This is not a gamble that we should be making here. I mean, it was a, it was a, a, a foolish move. It was a stupid move. If if it's intentional, ah, someone needs a good talking to by someone. I, I don't know who that would be on this team right now. Comcast, uh, Mark Zuckerman, Matt Insider, Comcast, whatever. The coach Papelbon said he was trying to th- he wasn't trying to throw at Machado. Sorry, my tweets are bouncing around here and had no problem with home run trot, but perception is reality and Machado thinks he hit him on purpose. So I I don't know what to think about that. Uh, Dave, sorry, not percep- sorry. You want perception as reality? Jonathan Papelbon's a douchebag. There's perception as reality. <laughs> Dave and the Nats fifth when they rallied to take the lead, they made Tillman throw forty pitches. Uh they scored two to take a 3-2 lead at that point. Worth got Babbitt with the bases loaded after Harper took his second walk of the game, fifth of the series, 120th of 2015, 120 walks, 121 Ks at that point, which is sort of ridiculous and just amazing patience by Harper there. Once again, we see him just willing to take what they're giving him. He walked, walked three times, in my opinion, on two pitches that were called strikes by uh home plate home, Mark Ripperger, who had a clowny roaming strike zone for most of this game both ways, really. He's, I mean, he's he's the best pitcher on I mean, best pitcher, best player on a media And there is no reason for the Orioles or anybody to pitch to him um, unless the bases are loaded. So why would they throw him strikes anyway? I mean, it's just I told myself before this show I wasn't going to get excited. I wasn't going to raise my voice. I wasn't going <laughs> to curse. I wasn't going to call anybody names. Um, you know, the, the reality is the Nationals haven't been competitive since they went 4-13 and in the beginning of August. You know, at that point they went from two games up to four and a half back, and the season was dead. Um, it hasn't gotten any better. Um, it hasn't really gotten that much worse, but it hasn't gotten any better. Um, and now the Nats are faced with an offseason full of question marks. Uh, it, it's quite possible that half, of today, of the, the roster from opening day this year won't be with the team next year. And it's just really um, – I had a friend of mine who happens to be a Phillies fan ask me, how could I possibly be realistically enthused about the Nats season next year? And, and he's got a point. 
you, you have no idea what to expect next year because half the team's going to turn over. I'm enthusiastic about watching Trey Turner on an everyday basis, but I, I agree there's a lot of question marks going into it. And just to add to the fun here, Machado on the hit-by-pitch, it's uncalled for, it's bull bleep, it's something that you don't do. So it should be a whole lot of fun for everyone tomorrow who likes the macho side of this game with people hitting each other back and forth and benches clearing. So that should be great. So I guess I got trivia for you. Matt Williams was on 106.7 The Fan this morning. Uh, he was talking about originally getting drafted out of high school but not signing he neglected to mention what team he had for a specific reason. Do you remember which team or know which team drafted Matt Williams out of high school that he didn't sign with? Uh, I, I I don't know. I'm, I'm going to guess the Orioles just to be trolly. It is not the Orioles, but Dave, any guesses or do you know? I'm sorry. I wasn't paying attention. I was tweeting something. Fifteen. <laughs> Matt Williams. Trivia game, Matt Williams was drafted out of high school, didn't sign. He neglected to mention which team it was for a reason that should be obvious when we mentioned the team. Do you know who drafted him out of high school? The New York Mets. There you go. That's why he didn't want to mention it either. Who knows where to go with this? I've had enough of this. (laughs) Nationals lose again tonight. Anyway, I'm not you. Whatever, I'm not sticking with my last trivia question, even though it's a good one. You guys never get the answer. Four to three tonight. Orioles win again. Nats drop their 73rd game of the year, 78 and 30, 78 and 73 on the year. One more at the Orioles at 4:05 p.m. tomorrow afternoon. Nats nightly, sponsored by the District Sports page at FederalBaseball.com. Talk to y'all then. Go Nats.